as they work down the back straight away, ladies and gentlemen. Here come the late models. It's showtime! Three wide for third into turn three. Three, three, three. Here comes Turbo up top. Out of turn two, down the back straight away. Who's gonna be winner? Turbo shoots the gap from third to first. Turbo takes the lead off into turn three and four. This is Tommy Frazier, and you're listening to On the Hammer Podcast. Schuhart slides up the banking wars and turns underneath it and steals the win out of turn four. An unreal finish at River City Speedway. Three, two, and one. Yo. What's everybody doing? We're back again. It's been a little bit of time since we've been here. Uh, some things have kind of been in the works. We're kind of down a partner, but you know he's helping us out with some stuff. He had to focus on his own program a little bit, and some life gets in the way. I mean, we're we're not professionals. We just do this for fun. But uh, we're back. We're gonna try to get better at this deal and keep it rolling. Season for two. For those who have forgotten. My name is Ryan DeForest, alongside JP. With Joe Peterson, Brent Curran, and our boy Jamie is in. Brandon Curran is sitting in with us for the, today About to time help I out. Have a mic. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> oh, he's been waiting for, he might get, for so fucking he might get, long, dude. <laughs> he might get that shit turned off today. Right, we'll see. I'm pulling the plug. Yeah, it's gotta man, go. So, so we've got a we got a little bit of stuff going on today. We could kind of shoot the shit about, talk about. You know what I'm saying? Um. I we finally, got a lot of catching up to do. Yeah, dog. A lot, it, dude. It's, it's been a long time. I missed everybody a little bit. It's been a while since we talked, and there's a lot that's happened, but we're probably not going to talk about any of it. We're going to talk about some shit that's coming up because we got fucking things to do. Yeah. Like, uh, I raced last night. Antioch raced the last night, too. We got big races coming up this weekend. Yeah. Big races coming up after this weekend. Like a whole ass week of racing, but before we get to that, Joe, what do you got to say? Uh, I want to give a shout out to our sponsor. Uh, our sponsor for this episode is brought to you by Montavo Motorsports, Bobby Montavo and Melissa Fincinti. Uh, with their continued support for the little guys of the sport we love, from the drivers, race teams, and to us at OTH on the Hammer, obviously. Thank you to Montavo Motorsports. We look forward to seeing you at the racetrack. Thank you, Bobby. We appreciate everything you guys do. Yo, what are we talking about today? What do we want to start first? Where are we at? Well, where do you start with your program, or do you want to start? I don't with... know. There's nothing too fancy about it. I mean, we uh, finally got Wrinkle to go. the quarter panel. Yeah, finally got to go, <laughs> which is uh, far less damage than anybody else at the racetrack. I got to say, I got out there pretty unscathed, mm -hmm. but I wanted to try out Marysville. I've never been there. It was a fun little joint. Great racetrack, great facility, great people. Um, you know, they did a good job. And uh, we, point average deal, had to start last in the heat, finished third, put us in 10th for the feature. We got up to, like, passing for third. And uh, there was a restart, got turned around, and whatever it is. Ended up making a couple more laps, and then I just parked it. I think we ended up eighth, and I didn't even finish the race. So, so But I, I shook it down, and, and that's all I was after, get ready to do battle here next weekend. Yeah, big race. So I hear this thing that Marysville has these fantastic, I believe it's garlic fries that they have there. Yo, they have a pretty fire little snack shack. Really? Yeah, dude. Okay. 
I've, yeah. ne- I, I've never been there. I've never been there. Yeah. I always hear that their garlic fries are. They like got a, a pretty, one, pretty gnarly little snack jack, and uh, it was cool. Also, give a shout out to MRP because it was fun to race in front of a fucking packed grandstand, yo. Oh yeah, okay, dude. yeah. It was it was really cool to get fans in the stands and just to go down the front straightaway and see people there, not just empty. It, it was yeah. That's your first race back with fans. Yeah, huh? dude. It was pretty rad. It was pretty rad. I was I was stoked on that. So they do a great job, and I, hopefully I could get back up there sometime this year. That's another thing I meant to ask Joe. How's it up there announcing in front of people? Okay, so honestly, <laughs> let's talk about this. Going into it, I really, really everybody. Oh man, you're gonna have to announce in front of fans. Oh man, you're gonna, like and it started kind of like I never said it, but it started kind of bubbling up in my head. Like fuck, like man, like. I'm really going to be out there in front of stands and stuff. But honestly, like getting out there in front of in front of the people and announcing, I think it it's actually better because mm. they kind of get hyped with you. Like when when something's getting good and you know, what I mean, before it was just bare. Like it's you kind of had to motivate yourself and hype yourself up when the racing was good. Obviously, I'm a big fan of racing, yeah. so it really wasn't a trouble for myself. But um Man, the fans in the stands, they get wicked crazy when stuff's going on. When flips happen, obviously we know they get they get hyphy and stuff like that. And I mean, it's just, it was fun, man. I, speaking, I, uh, speaking of some flips, talk to us about how things went yo, there at Oh, man. Uh, first flip of the night, <laughs> or when we seen um, Danny Wagner um, hop in the wheel of uh, Devin Cameron. And I will run over the team Antioch. car. Yeah. <laughs> Dang! I will run over the results um, <laughs> that we had for the April tenth. Do you just race. say like a yellow car and, and assume that it's one of them? I mean, they get mixed up sometimes, bro. Like I'm up yeah. there and I'm, they look all the same, you know. Yeah, you, you know, what I'm you saying. Just gotta, yeah, you got to know. And I, then we I had the like we had the little incident also in the main event with um, Tanner Thomas. Uh, Another bad, yellow. Bad what dude. the fuck is going on? <laughs> bad deal. Yo. Bad deal for yellow cars last night, bro. <laughs> Shit. <laughs> it was. It was. It wasn't too good, and uh, he had a rollover. Luckily, both of them were yeah, safe. Absolutely. You know, obviously, that's the main thing that we want to um, – our concerns are. But, I mean, it was just – it was pretty sketchy. Yeah, what else has been going on? Brent, what have you been doing? Just uh, uh, Sally Homemaker shit? What the fuck? Yeah. Man. All this racing's going on, and where the fuck's the, the – Everybody's the, asking The 132 at. Everybody. He tried Everybody. he tried to get Everybody. away with this episode, folks, and we're like, <laughs> oh, yeah, maybe we'll make it an episode, and people won't fucking ask what I'm doing. But uh, he's just over here. And I have a hard time thinking that people even give a shit, to be honest. They, they don't. don't. Yeah, I didn't think so. <laughs> <laughs> they just want to see. I didn't think so. It doesn't matter, Brent. You could say, oh, I'm racing this weekend. They're going to say, at fuck that me guy. Me having the mic problems now. Yeah, about time. How's it feel? <laughs> how's, it, how's that taste, huh? Yeah. Dude. Let it fall over. Go ahead. <laughs> oh, pinching at the hard part of the table, huh, Brandon? Look at him. See? <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. Now Dead you know air. We it. love it. This is a great program, huh? Oh yeah. This is what we real life struggles. Y'all missed over it. Here. Y'all missed this episode for what? <laughs> we're back at the. We're saying we're coming back with new stuff. The it's dysfunctional same old, bullshit. Same old broken mics <laughs> falling off the table. Come on, come on, come on. I live with this guy, so I see it every day. Yeah. Man. Oh, <laughs> here we go. Hey, um, here we go. See, <laughs> snuck away with that one again. Distraction. Yeah. Do you have something you want to add <laughs> no. to it? Or? Okay, we'll move um, on. No, I will say, uh, I guess Joe did say that a lot of people are asking. So uh, we got a new car coming. We jumped ship, did the did the VC thing. We're going to join the cult, too. So uh, 
got a new car coming, kind of just taking our time, making sure stuff's right. Not really. I think we might take the old BMS out here pretty soon to just shake it. Or We got a new carburetor because that last race we ran on Thanksgiving or whatever, we were having some fuel issues. So uh, we'll probably take it out here in a little bit, um, play around, make sure we got the carburetor situation figured out because I really don't want to put a new car together and then go out there and look yeah. like a fool with some motor sense. issues and stuff like that. So want to get those worked out real quick. I talked to Chris this week and car's supposed to come back from powder coat on Monday. So hopefully nice. a few more weeks, maybe a month or something, but, um, having a good time with my dad playing with the RC car stuff and just, um, being around the family a little bit more, not so isolated. And like I said, honestly, it's been a, been a pretty good time. So, um, what color is powder coat black? white we nice. went white this time white frames are well pant. i was I, so i was gonna do silver but then uh i think there was a little situation with a certain color silver and then you got to add on all the the funky clear coat that silver needs and yeah. i'm like bah, fuck all that we're gonna go white and then white frames are pimp yeah so we're gonna little easier to see the cracks i guess so i think <laughs> that's a nick de carlo saying i've heard him post that or i think my dad or my dad was the one that actually brought that up because he used to do that old like nascar primer gray on That's his me. frame i'm so, a fan of gray i like um, gray i kind of like it gray. too but everything on my shit's gray gray, gray bird cages i live a gray life <laughs> i don't know if you hear that marcy life. you hear that marcy you're gray to this guy i don't know if it says anything <laughs> about me but i i'm a fan of a good gray yeah <laughs> You know what I'm saying? I'm a fan of a Nothing good gray. Nothing beats a nice gray. <laughs> That's how funny. Nice shade of gray. So, Yo, yeah. what uh, what's coming up next weekend, dog? Let's talk about this, huh? Oh, yeah, the Ooh. big Al Miller Memorial. Dude, uh, this thing came up quick. Yeah. It did, I know I, it did. It did come up hella quick. Like This is going to be a wild one. We were literally just like a year talking about this, and then all yeah, of a sudden man. it's just like. This is going to be a wild one. Yeah. I'm excited. Hey, I'm feeling good. Our car was good. I just speaking on my program, I think we came out the box really good. Mm-hmm. So I think I've got a good piece to maybe uh make some noise. I don't know that we're gonna how well we'll do, but I, I'd at least like to make a feature for this deal. So Yeah, it's it's gonna be cool. Um Friday's Saturday race, but Friday is Thursday practice. A, Thursday's practice Friday Friday is a, just a, a weekly points yeah. deal and then Saturday. So you know, my plan probably because I'm just about all out of vacation time. Sorry, Doug Lockwood. I might not be able to make it there. And on which Friday. I hear a lot of people are yeah. actually, yeah, are so, actually really doing it's just racing however, kind of the Saturday portion of the However, event. it depends because the last time I went for the four or Dirt Nationals, whatever the last one they have, um, we weren't going to go on Friday, but I forget how late Merced starts. And I was sitting on the couch, car was on the trailer out front. We were watching on TV. I was like, fuck, we could have made it. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? We're not that far. It's just yeah. that Friday traffic around 2.30 gets really tough coming from heading that way. But if I can, I'll make it Friday. If not, I'll be there for sh- for sure. And speaking of that payout, I mean, $5,000 for IMC Sport Mods. I can believe that's, if not the biggest. That is the. In, in California, in California yeah. yeah, that's wild. And, then and you- it pays down good as well. I yeah. Think so. If I could find the payout really quick, I mean, 30, I think thirty grand of like payout purse. Yeah, yeah, like, roughly it was like I thought I saw twenty seven k, but roughly thirty. Yeah, it, it was yeah, thirty. Yeah. I yeah. just was looking at the fire yeah, yesterday. Dude. They and lots of people contributing. Shout out to the racing community yeah. helping out, making this thing huge. Yeah, just to name a few, I think Brian Baker, yep. 
Um, We've seen Fred Ryland. Yeah, Ryland. Jim Pettit's been Yeah, Jim Pettit. I've just seen was a, one of Lyle those. Lyle yeah. Hopper a bunch of, and a bunch of other uh, like race teams. Josh Combs, 1-2 Raps yeah. has been a part of that. And like we said, obviously we – as racers, I believe you guys obviously look at it, you know, as a payday, but we yeah. do want to remember that, you know, it is for a good cause, a memorial yeah. race and stuff like that. Um, and I'm looking forward to seeing if this deal sticks because so far their memorial race has bounced, has right? bounced around From, the racetrack. Yeah. And if that's what they want to do with it, then that's, that's more cool. power yeah, to yeah. make it a trap. That's kind of unique, mm-hmm. but I, I'd really like to see something like this stick, you know, and uh, the Miller family has been involved yeah, in great. racing in yes, California yeah. for yeah, they are. decades. So, um, so it's cool to see. I'm looking at the flyer right now. Fifty thousand dollars to win for sport mod. Fifty? You mean or five? Five thousand dollars. <laughs> Damn, we hey, bro, don't, don't get my heart going <laughs> like that, dog. I was about <laughs> to hop in a race car and be <laughs> like, "Let's give." <laughs> okay, okay, so two grand for modifieds, twelve hundred for stock cars, and seven fifty for hobby stocks. It says over thirty grand in purse money and contingencies, all on the line. Yeah, that is a lot. The contingencies end up being like cooler than the payout most of the time too. Yeah, that's why getting those little certificates from like Tire Demon and stuff like that. Those end up paying dividends later on to your program. So my question is, do you think we're gonna get any like any big out of town names for something like this in the sport mod deal? Like, do you see anybody coming out here for that? Nevada, maybe some guys from Oregon, maybe. Yeah. Arizona, I don't. I don't see like, anything. I don't, yeah. I don't see anything like totally out there, but like it's kind of a shame, honestly, to me. I mean, we've got a lot of talent here. I think sport mods in California are vastly different. Than We're the, the biggest. Rec- I think on the West Coast, yeah. isn't California like the yeah. biggest for yeah? But for I, I think in general, because you know, when you look at the schema IMCA, sport mods really aren't as as big. Uh, the rest of the country, I think, as they are here, here on the West yeah. Coast. If that makes sense, like if you go back to Iowa type stuff, the stock that cars side, are relatively. I think it's very much more a mod stock car oriented. Yeah. I think we're the only ones that really take sport that mod cherish, racing yeah. so seriously. Yes, and it, it, it seems that way. I've heard that from Fred too. Fred Ryland, I think, told me that that we look at sport mod racing differently, and I think it mostly has to do with stock cars weren't here until yeah. recently. You know, so. And speaking of that program, how how. I mean, every time the sport or the stock cars have been, and like, it's been some pretty good racing. Obviously, we don't get that many. Mm-hmm. Well, there's just not that many right yes, now. Yes, right I now. Mean, it's kind of it's kind of one of those things. I think the racetracks need to work on a little bit better. Mm-hmm. This is not bashing. But, I'm just giving a suggestion. Yeah, we just need to. I think they need to be a little bit smarter with coordinating the races because there's only like a a few certain amount. Yeah, you can't. So ha- you can't have three racetracks it, running them yeah, at the same time exactly. because you're gonna split this. Say there's only 15 cars in California. If you got three racetracks going, two of them are closer together. You know, cars from down there aren't gonna come up here, here right? Yeah. So you just have to pick and choose that a little bit better. But I think it'll grow it'll eventually. Gr- like, it'll yeah. be fine. And we've but, seen already. Um, I forgot. I think it's Williamette. Or one of the tracks up in Oregon, Will- Willamette. 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 I'm sorry. There you go. Either Willamette or I think it's Southern Oregon. I've heard Speedway. it pronounced Willamette too. Yeah, I don't yeah. Know what they say? They posted a five thousand to win for the IMCA stock cars. I know they're going to have a race. I believe this year, 
if I'm correct. Was it Sunset, maybe? Oh, I think it might be Sunset. Yeah, they posted a 5,000. I saw something, but I, like, skimmed over the top of it. It 5,000 a win for stock cars up in, uh, yeah. I know it's up in Oregon. I really want to go to Cottage Grove. Um, Yeah, I think think two of those racetracks, because they came out with their tour, you know, the Wild West They did just recently, yeah. And I think... uh, they moved way up north com- yeah, compared to when we were, when I'll, we ran it and stuff. I'll get to that and just but isn't it Jerry Schram owns I... Suns- I think he owns Sunset and mm-hmm. Cottage Grove or one of a couple of the racetracks on the tour. Um I just wanted to make a reference to that because I want to parlay it into a, kind of another topic that we're going to talk about. I'm going to be a little critical. I kind of think the Wild West shootout, the Oregon deal, might be losing some of its luster. Wild West modified shootout. That's that's kind of what the, they, yeah, yeah, the Oregon, to whatever yeah. the fuck that is. <laughs> There's so many. First off, I don't know. When I think of Wild West, I think the South. A little bit more Arizona, California. Yeah. I think that should be. That's the, weird because I think more of like. Montana and North Dakota, like no, the no, I think Cowboys it, out west. I guess I just don't uh, see yeah. it as Oregon. I think that should be like the Pacific Northwest modified tour or something. Yeah, God, it I should. Think. That makes I think more it should, sense yeah. to me. But names are are relative. I just kind of feel like it's losing some of its luster, and I, you know, I really enjoyed the fact that the year that I, me and Brent got to go, we only got to be a part of three of the races. Technically, and two one of them, them was forced. Yeah, technically, yeah. two of them. The third one, we just showed up and they, <laughs> they let us run hot laps. And, you know, I, I just don't quite understand, you know, the mindset. I, I think they're losing a little bit by making it primarily all modifieds. I don't know if they've added sport mods yeah, to well, the, deal I'm for looking the at full the, tour. I'm looking at the thing and it says that IMC is sport mods as a support class. So, we'll for, see. I think, I, I honestly think. They have gotten smart about that because I remember beginning they were a part of it and then all of a sudden they weren't. And I've heard a lot of people get annoyed that maybe the lowest car count during that whole week was about 12 cars, which Mm -hmm. I I just don't see that justifying uh, not having them on the tour. But I think they are trying really hard and they could try to keep up with what is coming here. And I'm telling you, coming up here, I think this IMCA California Speed Week is it's gonna going grow. to it's gonna be big, bro. massive. Uh, yeah. And and it's going to shift what happens up north a yeah. little bit. And so, you know, let's talk about that because I'm excited, yo. I think we're all pretty fucking excited. I, I don't want to. I wish I was able to. Uh, I don't want to. I, I don't, don't like talking about it. It's bitter to me because I want to be racing. Yeah, well, it, we're going to talk about it. Because I'm fucking stoked. <laughs> I'm counting down the days. I think our talent-wise and track-wise, in my opinion, is just far-fetched from what they have up there. Yeah. I, and I just think so. Um, obviously, I hear a, a lot of tremendous things about the Willamette Speedway. I hear that mm-hmm. is... And I don't really want to compare and contrast and tear down the other one. I'm oh, just, yeah, yeah. I'm just kind of concerned and kind of curious why it just keeps getting further and further north. I think, like, you know... Eliminating Wairika, Medford fucking did it to itself, and but and I, I've seen a lot of life coming back track. from Medford. Yeah, as far I, it's it looks good. I me. think it's been crickets to me. I haven't heard. I much. haven't really heard much either. Yeah. yeah, somebody added me to a page 
I mean, I just remember. seeing how it was a couple months ago, I mean, it looked like a barren, abandoned wasteland. Yeah, and so, it did, yeah. And and to be honest, I think that place needed some help to begin with. I mean, that rickety shack, my you know, my girlfriend, Marchana, she references that or only remembers that place because the bathroom was like a fucking shanty hut. And so, <laughs> I, I mean, I hate to tear it down, but it's like some of that stuff. We just got to do better. You know what you I mean? Know, you, yeah. you have to have a little bit better there. But, I mean, I just... I kind of, I wish they did more of that little bit. Added those three racetracks. I don't know why Coos Bay got put off. That's a beautiful little facility. Mm-hmm. Such an awesome little racetrack. And just kind of, you know, isolated it down to just four or five racetracks. So Yeah. It's yeah, you race, I I believe they race Willamette like three nights in a row. Yeah, so. and I mean, it's, it, it's, it's daunting, this deal that we're doing in California, but... Mm-hmm. I mean, shit, our state is so big and we have so many racetracks, it's hard not to. And I could see this thing lasting so long because yes. you could incorporate different racetracks for for like at least 10 years before you have a revolving lineup. You know exactly. what I mean? Like next year, we could add Marysville in place of a Chico or, or something else and, yeah. and play that game. I mean, there's so much racing here. And also, too, like I just give credit. I would say give a lot of credit to Doug Lockwood. From especially last year, I believe this the whole thing got put together within what three four months. Yeah, that first and, year was and, insane. And look at the car counts that we had yeah. at each and every racetrack. Yeah. Um, now I think uh, you know, I kind of talked with him a little bit, and he was kind of nervous about some of the pre reg numbers, but. I don't think there's anything to worry about. I think some people are a little concerned with the added days. It's a little bit longer, and I think you're going to see a lot more partial running. It's going exactly, yeah. to fluctuate yeah, a lot and, more, I think. But I think we're going to have a lot of cars, and I think this whole, you know, the format that they're going with mm-hmm. with the drop race yeah. is going to make this a whole lot better for people. Yes. You know, it's going to make it easier for them to, you know, eliminate their lowest points night. I think it's going to be a... I, no matter what, I think it's going to be a success, I, and, and I'm going to support this no matter what. It's a fantastic point that you said with like how big of our state is, obviously, and we have talent. Like you said, you know how it's going to fluctuate. Yeah, we have great central and southern guys, mm-hmm. and then we have great, you know, northern guys that you know. Yeah, I know that are going to run part of mm-hmm. that tour, and then you know, guys are just going to run the central or southern part yeah. of the tour. And I, I expect once again, if not bigger, yeah. High car counts. Um, the tracks that we go to, obviously, Tulare's one that shot on the schedule that I yeah. really, really, I really want to attend. Um, never I wish they had like the opener or the closer at Tulare. I feel like it was deserving of something like that. But with the pattern they're trying to run, it's yeah, I understand. Inevitable. Yeah, I think yeah. it's smart. I think it's yeah. smart. And Chico is a big spot too. That's kind of a a driver's favorite. I think I've heard that rumblings. A lot that people miss racing at Chico. And yeah, so I think the A-Mod gonna, guys don't get to run there. Yeah, and I think it's going to be unique to see A-Mods at Chico again. It's been a long time. Yeah, that is true. You know what I mean? And, I believe uh, last time we had them was like back, I think 2017 was the last something time. Like yeah, that. Something like It's been a while. So, yeah. uh, you know, good for them. And it, and I think it would be interesting. I mean, there's like I said, there's so much. And I don't necessarily know that bigger is better mm-hmm. than what we're going to run now. I think this 8 and 9 is going to be really cool. Yeah, you know, you get the day off. That'll work out fine. You know, knock on wood. God forbid there's any rain, so you have a day off in the schedule. Yeah, so you could kind of yeah. work into that possibly. Um, but like, I mean, you could start so many places, and and I think where you got to limit it a little bit is some of that stuff that's like border to cities. So like, 
I've heard comments about Susanville and things like that. Mm -hmm. I kind of think like Susanville should be a part of that Northern Nevada mod tour, in my opinion. You know, I feel like they could grow that thing a little bit and add a couple more. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. Quinty. You know, Susanville Uh, and Fernley are a short shot away from each other. If they could get Fernley involved in that, I don't mm -hmm. know if it is or isn't, Um, you know. But, uh, I mean, it'd be cool at some point to get the the California Mod Tour up that way. Yeah. But you almost have to isolate the two. You have to, like, eliminate the southern half. Yeah, that's like a – or if you add it, that's like – you know that's a, a hell part, tour. <laughs> yeah, that, I mean that's the part that people seem to not quite get is like you do this type of stuff in Arizona or, or it wouldn't really be a speed week anymore. Yeah. You'd make it a California tour. Yeah, and then right. Maybe exactly. Like, which yeah. would be I'm not opposed to. It just can't be that con- uh, continuous. Like yeah. if you're gonna make the tour, make it like a legit traveling tour. You know, yeah. an IMCA. It would be cool tour. if they took like any IMCA sanctioned racetrack and worked from either south to north and yeah. maybe had two races a month. Kind of like they do with the Wild West. And then had like the tour, or it be a points deal, but you're racing like, I don't know, Kern County or even as low as like Paris or something like that. Yeah, absolutely. And then Kern County, Bakersfield. You or can that, travel like, from one like end to Verona. the other. And then if you're, we're racing what? March through November usually? Yeah. So you can easily do two races a month every yep. other week mm-hmm. you gotta do that it'd thing be ex- like- it'd be expensive but i think like like you said you'd have those hit or miss nights or the ones where it's gonna fluctuate you're gonna get drivers yeah. from down south you're gonna get drivers that take over the up north part but something like that where you can have like two drops or something like that to i think there's a lot of places we don't get to see around here because the classes are so like petaluma doesn't have sport mods no. so we take advantage of the times well we did Speedway. last year which um, they're on the schedule again already, yeah, right so. which but, is another place that i i you know i've said numerous times how much i love that place mm-hmm. and i wish we could run there more often plus it's got know, a lot of character yeah plus because they're you know there's always that topic of it, you know, going away. And it's like, okay, well, if you're really going away, and this is another thing where I'm kind of critical of them. Like if, if you got the racetrack going away, I'm sure there's some sport mods that would go there. I I'm sure I'm not the only one that would race there more often. If you added more sport mod races on the schedule, you can get a little bit more money in the stands. You can get a little bit more car count instead of running 14 different types of fucking sprint car yeah. and modified <laughs> and some super stocks. I mean, they, you guys have kind of done that to yourself with limiting it down to like three types of race car that runs there. Mm-hmm. You guys eliminated the late models after, I mean, they, and they even moved their day, like the yeah. programs to Sundays. Some like, of it. Yeah. You know what I mean? And you know, the modified guys that, Take it or not. I'm completely but, against day races on yeah. Dirt. Take it or like, not. I just the, the car counts something are not about what the feeling is weird. Yeah, I just I just think they could they could get a lot or capitalize on the time they have left if they add some more variety and try to get something so that people can have that connection to that racetrack. Because honestly, at the moment, the only help you're gonna get is from the sprint car people. And, exactly. Yeah. And sometimes they're not very helpful, but. That's They're helpful on the financial side. They bring in a lot of money. If that, but, but what's the point if the racetrack's going away? Yeah, that's true. And you, know you have mean? to pay them, too. You know yeah, what I mean? You know what so. mean? And so, I don't know. I think it has a lot more to do with like the fairgrounds than it does in or, uh, finances. I hear they're building a lot of shit around. Like, well, I, I've yeah, never been, they, they I got bet. a massive shopping center yeah, around it, like, which I, is always confusing because, I mean, 
I don't know. I kind of see like see it as a plus. I think that shopping center gets a lot of traffic from the racetrack. So mm-hmm. I know when I've gone there, I park my shit and I walk my ass over to B Dubs. But is it really that fucking close? Yeah, it's right there. You know, oh. I just it yeah, it's is. literally walk across the street. Really? Yeah, yeah. Wow. But I, I mean, it'd be kind of cool, like like what Brent was saying though, that Wild West Mod Tour thing where it's like a race every month, mm-hmm. whatever it is with the Wyoming, Nevada. That would be a true West, you know, like a wild and I, and West. And I've, I've said on this show that I wish it's kind of annoying to me. Like when you have a Wild West Mod Tour, why don't you come to California? Exactly. That's actually yeah. on the West. Yeah. You know, but, um, if we could do something like that, then yeah, you start like in the South, you run two races, uh, like a month or, you know, once mm-hmm. a month, two tracks or two dates, like they do it. They'll do a Friday, Saturday. Yeah. You can so, do like, Friday, Saturday or Saturday, Sunday or something yeah, like that. You know, where so it's like, one, it's one weekend, but you're running two different tracks a month. Yeah. Like say you start South, South and you go down the, like you run Barona in Paris or Ventura in Paris, something like that. Something like sick. that. Yeah. You know, I would love to run Ventura. I think that's. Such I think a it's cool a little. On, I think it'd be cool to like r- drive on, but racing. I don't think it would produce very good racing in the. Modified. I don't know. I just there's something about that place. I think is really cool. And the, right yeah, there unless you're rough and stuff, you don't almost have to make that like your last stop because you're gonna tear some shit up after yeah. that deal. <laughs> yeah. Or, or I mean, just Paris too. Paris is a badass. We don't have very many half miles left in California, right? You yeah. Know? And so, and you don't get to see it that often. So I'd really enjoy getting to go there. Um, and then you could just work your way north. I mean, there's a lot of places. Like even on this speed week, I imagine at some point Watsonville's got to get a piece of the action. You know what I mean? It's it produces some good racing does, most of yeah, the time. You know, uh, I wish Santa Maria was on it. Yes. Yeah, that's Santa Maria track. is a yeah. big one too. It's like that place is slept on. Yeah, like almost forgotten about. Yeah, in, yeah for sure. And. I don't know about uh, there's there's a few like if they even if they could sneak Calistoga in for one of them yeah that'd Absolutely. be pretty yeah that'd, that'd be wild it's almost worth it for just like speed week because we know, had like, that one where we were like like a support class or the A mods were a support class for the outlaws if we can get something in at Tulare that's pretty sprint car dominant and special events then why not Stoga yeah dude and and I've said numerous times like for the World Outlaws race yeah it's cool like. It's a spectacle, right? You see it. They're fast. They're crazy fast. I mean, there's whether I like it or not, there's really nothing fast in a 410 sprint car on dirt. I mean, they just put on a show. But after about three or four laps, you get an idea of what this is going to fucking look like. Yeah. You know, okay, the action's over. There's really, you know, maybe within. Unless yeah. they have like restarts and stuff like that. But if they have long but even green that, flag like, runs, yeah, well, I, I, don't, I don't know because I, I feel like. Once I separated myself to the whole or being partial to sprint cars, I've been to some really good sprint car yeah, races. I mean, since there, then. there's some truth <laughs> like to the that. Like one, the ones that me and him went to at freaking Merced were but the, so I think fun to watch. I think it was cool. And, and, <laughs> on, on, on the bull ring. I, and, I then, that, yeah. and then we went to we went to Stockton. I took Bentley because Bentley loves sprint cars. So um, something about, he, I will say, that dude was scared to death of Rico. Like he he was like a monster to him. He <laughs> he was scared of Rico, but um we took him to we took him to Stockton and even that night like watching Rico was working traffic and then once they get into traffic it's pretty fun watching them because guys come out of nowhere with all this momentum and stuff and then um, the outlaw race last night I watched the the um, replay of the one at Tri State or whatever in Ohio that was a show too. 
with two laps to go, sliders everywhere. I have to chime in on this because I'm a sprint car guy, but yeah, I think most people pay attention to the lead. You don't pay attention to the guys who started in the back and come to the front. Like yeah. I enjoyed watching Sheldon Hoddenshield. I think he started 20th at Kokomo on a Friday, and he ended up finishing in the top five. I, I mean, actually I heard about that. I agree. Uh, I, like, th- I think he's right with the, the we we watch the leaders. We're not watching. Yeah. Uh, unless somebody's all of a sudden like, oh look who decided like, to show up there, or where did yeah, he come from? Yeah. Well, he just passed twenty cars to fuck. I just think it, I just think it's very racetrack dependent with sprint cars. It is very racetrack dependent. Well, you know, like I a place like Calistoga, just to me, you know, it's so big, it's so fast, it's almost hard to race there. But when I've been there with you know, when the modifieds of the support class, dude, the racing is just so much better. Yeah. They put on a better show. They're closer. There's actual passing going on. And and I, w- one of the things that I've always really admired was like, it's the same people that we've raced with at all of our local racetracks. And I see them, re- you know, frequently. The people who go to Calistoga are in that area or they're traveling because they're following the World Outlaws tour. So they don't really see us. Mm-hmm. And so, when those guys put on a killer show and those people are losing their minds, I just think like these are some people who have now witnessed a Bobby Hogue or something. Exactly. And yes. I think it has yeah. to do it has so much to do with Ron from Petaluma comes and does the the announcing there at Calistoga and he does such a good job of hyping of, the crowd up. Yes, and explaining to everybody who is who and the severity of what you're seeing. You know, he doesn't just say this is Troy Folger. He he re- reads off those accolades and makes these people understand, like, this dude ain't just a weekend warrior, even though we are. Yeah. But, you know, it, it really – he does a really good job of trying to to raise our Q level – our Q rating. And so I just really enjoy it. I don't know if he announced – Merced at the Shannon Memorial. I think he did. I think he was but there for something. No, that was that, that was on um, Ben Deathridge. Okay, yeah, he did a fantastic job at announcing. Like when during hot laps, when they would s- slow down or whatever, when you can actually hear him, he'll talk about every single driver. Yeah, in dude, he's like an encyclopedia, dude. Like when Brian Baker, he got in an accident on in there in the heat race, but he's like he read off that Brian made the show at Boone, Vegas, and bristol yeah that's tight it, it's, it's just one of those things where like most average even fans... without the results dude that's a statistic right there yeah <laughs> and i, I kind of do want to give a shout out to merced speedway though because they've been doing a pretty good job and i really enjoyed the uh the shannon's memorial race what was their tribute to uh, jerry shannon jerry shannon yeah, yeah. I, I i wish i could have uh yeah i, I wish i could have went um, I've known the Shannons for quite a quite a while, um, but yeah, they had. I've, from what I've heard, it was a fantastic event. Everybody said the racetrack was great, um, a little bit choppy, but um, still the racetrack was great. Produced some great racing. Yeah, um, I really dug like what I heard. I saw like coming across Facebook. I guess yeah. Chris got out and was shaking hands in the yeah, yeah, thanking so, everybody to come. I mean, that's just the type of shit. I mean, that's, I mean, yeah, that's a class act. That's something right all there. promoters, I think, all, all racetracks should like you know take into especially consideration. in this time right now. Yes. We have to capitalize on the fans that are coming to the racetrack. You have to make them come back. You cannot just rely on 
the fact that these people haven't been able to do anything and they just want to get out. Yes. I mean, yeah. that's what's going to get them in the door, but you have to do something to hold them there, to keep them coming back and say, Hey, these people want me here. This is fun. I had a good time and, and not just, you know, rely solely on the fact that like, Oh, oh I like get opening a, back. We up. get an extra little bit of money because yeah. now we got the grandstand. Like Make we sure- said, like we said on the show before, I think there's so much lost eligibility in the fact that we can get the fans more involved. Yeah, like even as us drivers, a racetrack yeah. as a whole, like the the Easter egg hunt that Antioch yeah. just had yeah. and stuff like that. There's so much more that we can do to get fans to feel more personal yeah rather than just seat sill or seat fillers mm-hmm. that's the last thing you want to feel like as a fan i'd rather like i said it's the small things like the front yeah. stretch lineup where you can take the kids out and have them get autographs and, and stuff like that so. and not to not to cut you off but i posted this too as well as um the whole parking lot situation with you know when people have open trailers and you know you go into a parking lot or gas mm-hmm. station yeah you know what i mean instead of just like somebody comes up to you and says oh man like you know that's a cool look, like explain to them yeah you know absolutely. like give them give them time to say and let them understand like what our sport is i always yeah. see people always put oh support your local dirt track support your local dirt track i mean yeah. help them support the some local dude dirt walks track, you know up to mean? you at a gas station and you're immediately like oh what the hell does this yeah dude exactly so like make help them understand what our sport is our sport's gonna still stay underground unless we help uplift it yeah and not only just explaining to the person what it is but tell them where you're going exactly because you never know that i've seen it before you know you find the dude at the gas station hey come up we're right up the road antioch speedway come check us out yeah you know what i mean i'm it's it's a little pricey sometimes but i mean it's a good time you know what i mean and you, you just never know. You, you could be blown off the wrong person, a potential sponsor, I mean, or, or anything like that. So, Oh, yeah, definitely. All it takes is one time to get bit by the bug and you're exactly. in. Yeah. Exactly. Especially on a good show. Like, I, I ran Marysville last night, and I was really interested in how they do their, their format, mm-hmm. which is really cool. Okay? So, hey, racetracks, take note of this. So, you're going to... Have you ever been to Marysville? I've been there, but I've never raced there. Okay, you're you're probably familiar with this, Brandon. This is the sickest thing I've ever seen. Modified hobby stock shit. We don't mud pack, bro. Not a one. Really? So sprint cars and big ass fucking John Deere's. Finally, they get their ass out there. They pack the track in. Then they hot lap. Then they qualify. Then we roll into heat races. They run their heat races first. Or no, they hot lap, they qualify. Then sport mods, us and hobby socks, we go out and hot lap. Then they come back out, sprint cars run their heat races. Then we run our heat races. And then we were the first set of main events. So there was a B main for hobby socks in between us. So it was like, I didn't have to scrape a damn bit of mud, bro. It was it was the best shit I've ever seen in my yeah. life. Not cool. even that aside, like theoretically and logistically all the sense in the world yeah big tires pack mud in (laughs) what's the rocket science to that (laughs) you know what i'm saying like like i don't understand (laughs) this whole sport mod all right everybody the crazy part is when they call you up to staging get to staging sport mods you're on deck to mud pack what i'm sorry what <laughs> you said what now and, and you know the crazy part is, these is hobby stocks these days all run the same tire so what's the difference hmm yeah 
Uh, but, and the other crazy part is, is I don't think you see any of the sprint car drivers really complaining that they got a mud pack either. No, never. They, like from what I understand, Marysville, they got pissed that they were having modifieds and everything else mud pack and chopping up the racetrack and making it shitty. So they were like, hey, this is what we want. We're not playing around on this fucking mm-hmm. shit. So they go out and make the racetrack what they want. And we just run on it. Kind of kind of with that. It was a really nice racetrack. I enjoyed it last night, so they must be on to something. Mar- Marysville's really good at like prepping their racetrack for like a race, but talking to a lot of the sprint car guys, as long as it's not muddy, like really where they won't be able to see after two laps, mud packing. Well, see, now it was really heavy. They, they don't care. Some yeah. of them even actually like it because... Like, I've seen Jody Robinson do it. David Gravel does it when he does his YouTube channel. They live feed their mud packing. They'll just go around, they'll live feed it. And, like, David Gravel, he's at Chico, and he films Sheldon Hoddenshield, and Sheldon Hoddenshield does the average sprint car thing and flips off the camera. Yeah. I mean, with sprint cars, though, mud packing truly is engine heat. You know what I mean? And that's yeah. what you're after. But, um,. And then plus you get the. I've only seen sprint cars at Marysville once, and that was that half show when that whole Johnson thing happened, and we were only there for hot mm-hmm. laps. And then so, but I noticed that kind of a lot in um, Watsonville too. Watsonville, I think mud packs and runs all their sprint car. When you do race on the same night as sprint cars on a weekly You're show, right? I think yeah. I think they do everything first there too. And then they have yeah the sport mods right. and everybody right. else. All I the, don't know. I can't yeah. remember at Watsonville. I think I was just so pissed if off. You, about yeah. The if you well, I think a lot of the time you've raced at Watsonville, sprint cars haven't really been there. Well, that majority well, of the time. Last year when we went for opening night, the opening night they yeah, were yeah. there, and I was so annoyed because Watsonville is such a tight pit area. Area, and they had so many cars and the sprint car drivers drive like fucking assholes and i get it i get it don't start with me brandon they're idle speed they have no fucking control but turn the motherfucker off and have your little quad guy push you <laughs> well don't fucking come rolling through the pits at fucking right. idle speed or more and then you know people can't I get out of the I, way that fast i've it's, almost thought of like ways where you can so you have a designated spot where you like line up to be pushed off, right? Mm-hmm. So why don't you come off the track, all stop as a group, have your guy come over with his quad and, and push the you. car back? Yeah. Well, that, like, go ahead. I just I think it's simple. I I mean I try to weigh in all the factors that they come in and they do all this little super high rah when they first get to their yeah, freaking dude. pit area, and I don't. I just if you have all your crew guys waiting there for you and stuff like that, and they know that's where you're gonna be. Just like a scales at a World of Outlaw race, you come off the scales and you do the same thing. So if you if everybody knows and everybody's on the same page and everybody knows, hey, yeah. when you come off the track, everybody stop right here and then we'll get you to your pit area with your quads. It's the same thing as being pushed up to staging, right? Right. So it if everybody stops right here, then there's no risk of little kids running around, which we've talked about before, which I don't think there really should be. There's yeah, a time and a place true. for that. But um, it, it doesn't take – I mean – even realistically, not even little kids, first timers at the racetrack that don't understand. You have a sponsor in the pits with you or something like that, yeah. and don't understand that these sprint cars do that. It only takes one mishap. And I it, mean, you could keep the thing running as you're getting pushed off. But I I've know also that's the big thing too is you well, want to try to. They come in and they'll fucking be throwing revs and shit. They want to see it running or hear something or whatnot. And just I, my biggest issue was when we were there, we were pitted like off of turn four kind of back aways you know where you make that corner in the back corner yeah, of the yeah. pit area some fuck came by 
His trailer was parked on the corner. He came around and he just fucking stood on it and slid into his pit. And it's like flung dirt and shit, rocks all over us. And I was like, I'm sorry, I'm going to fucking hit this fucker. I, <laughs> See that, that? I was over there before the motherfucker was out of the car looking at his dad, a bunch of fucking white New Balances walking around like, who the fuck? Were we loading this thing up or what? And they're like, oh, I'm sorry, you had a bad day. And I was like, all right. Don't ever fucking do that shit again. And, yeah. and that, I mean, that really goes for everybody. I see fucking it. Dumb. I see it in, I see it in sprint cars, and I see it in modifieds yeah. too. Just, I'm not saying that we don't have fucking jackasses. We got yeah. plenty. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just saying, I'm just saying <laughs> there's a lot more. Or, I don't know that there's more, but, but like no, I mean, like at the first Antioch race that the wingless sprints were there, we were for mud packing and hot laps. We were all the way parking halfway down the pits, and like I talked to Foster, and they were like, "Why don't they just bring them out to the track?" So I went up to the thing. I said, "Is it easier for our sprint car guys to push the cars all the way out in the track and then start them?" And they're like, "Oh yeah, you're right." And plus, it I I think it's pretty cool because us pit guys we don't get that opportunity of kind of being like not like spotlight, but kind of getting some recognition. Mm-hmm. Like my favorite photo, I'm getting. You can ask Katrina. I ordered the biggest photo that that she can get of me pushing Steve out on the quad. Mm-hmm. I'm like, because oftentimes when you go around, you, they take a pictures of the cars before the race, but when they're racing, they only get the pictures of the cars. So I'm just saying, it's 2021. Can't y'all motherfuckers put a starter on that thing? It's so difficult. But I watch them dudes, especially in the spec sprint. It's a two-barrel little... Mo- it's nothing crazy. I've seen them start the thing up. And go. <laughs> so, <laughs> so Steve has a starter in his car, but the battery, it, right? the battery doesn't last long. They maybe last like two times to start up. Even sometimes it doesn't even want to start up. And how the starters are, it's a lot more money than just getting a mag. I don't know, man. It's just seems a little, little odd to me. Well, that that's just your little quirk. I don't know. It, it, I, yeah, I mean, I, I feel like with the sprint cars having starters, it doesn't make them a sprint car, though. That's how I feel. I feel like that's true. It, like that opinion, part of part of the suspense in a sprint car race is, is yeah, having them pushed out yeah. onto the track and then getting pushed off. I hate the only thing is, is when they flags. get a freaking red flag. Yes. I do not want to sit there for twenty minutes See? while they get pushed back off again. I, that's that's my one little. That's court my bathroom thing, break, but... dog. I'll run to the bathroom. See? The whole race. <laughs> the whole race is my bathroom. Break. <laughs> the whole damn race. You know what I'm saying. But anyway, hey, let's. I want to get back to this speed week thing. Let's keep talking about Speaking that. Speaking of speed weeks, I didn't know, bro, that you were running second in points and you're fucking close, to almost winning that bitch. Well, yeah, I mean, three it's, motherfucking it's, points. It's I a, didn't know that. Yeah. I didn't know that. I look. I just jumped on it at the house because yeah. I was looking. It, I was looking through it. Talk I'm about like, your stats. This motherfucker almost year. won it, bro. Like, yeah, he won one feature. Talk about yeah, one, and then tell us Jernigan smashed me and the rest of them, but. It realistically, it was kind of like you almost had the win at Bakersfield. You led for a long time. Yeah, and I, I still to this day, I don't know what happened, but it is what it is. It's part of racing. Um, I was pretty emotional about it because, but realistically, even if I would have won that thing and Jernigan would have finished second, he still would have got me by like two points or something like that. I had to have him, or he would have had to have another bad night. Yeah, it's something like that. He would have had another. He would have had to have another mediocre night. 
and you went to his fucking. But I mean, realistically, there is no other person on that tour that deserved winning that thing more than him. With all the hell he went through after Hanford and thrashing on that car to get that thing ready, he deserves every bit of that. Or just period winning five consecutive races. Yeah, I mean that's it's well four four consecutive, and then I broke it, and then yeah, but um. It and was tracks that he's never been to. Like, yeah, yeah. Never fucking ran. And it was just wins. It was like, cool. Wow. It was cool to like be the only one on the tour that finished top 10 every night. Mm-hmm. The, I, I yeah. was the only one in the sport mods that did that. It was cool. Like hearing everybody, like everybody say that nobody was going to be able to do that whole thing. It mm-hmm. just, it sounded ridiculous to be even like doing the whole thing. Uh, I I got worried at Merced that our our week was probably like going down the beaten path after Merced because I had never been to Hanford Bakersfield I've never ran good at so um I I felt like we were actually in trouble after Merced because we had some bad luck that night but we were able to scrape out a top ten um Antioch you felt like you should have ran better there yeah I, I, well you always feel like even if I would have won that like. I guarantee you Jernigan's probably saying that he could have done something better on the Hanford night so yeah. he can run. Nothing's ever good enough when you're like that competitive, but I would have almost rather been blown out of the water in points than to lose by three mm-hmm. and then have those kind of consistent, like those consistent finishes. Um, I felt like I left a lot on the table at Placerville and that's probably the worst thing of, of like mm-hmm. of a driver to go through. Like I've talked to you guys about Boone where I felt like I could have done a little bit better at Boone. Yeah. Um, the worst feeling is hopping into bed one night or something like that and reminiscing of what could have been if I would have stepped it, stepped it up a little bit. I find myself being a little over conservative sometimes Mm -hmm. just trying to get laps in and save my equipment. And, um, Shane DeVolder used to give me a hard time all the time. You're not aggressive enough. You're not aggressive enough. And it's uh, sometimes I'm like, damn, he's, he's right. But then I feel like, the damn the times that I am aggressive, I end up getting myself in some shit, and then it ain't really, it ain't really worth it at that point. But yeah, but I I think of kind of if you're not looking at the points, and which I wasn't, if you're not looking at the points, you would have for surely thought Jernigan won the championship just by yeah. he blew you guys out of the water, and the- then you look at it and like you're talking about the finishes that you had, and for you to still only miss it by three points bro i think that really says that yeah. really says a fucking lot it says a lot about you consistency I mean? yeah. it just like it says a lot about that like the wins don't always really matter exactly. when you're racing for points um i've heard of a bunch of people my buddy um uh jacob york back in tennessee he just won his first uh limited late model championship on pavement and never even won a race hmm. um so it yeah it's it's a lot about consistency when you're running for championships. I try not to get into the championship mental state because I find myself psyching myself out so much and you get too carried away into the championship stuff. But when you're like, when I went into speed week, I didn't even really have the thought of racing for a championship. If I lucked into one, then cool. Then, but I never really went in there. I just, I want to win races. So, um, but I was, I like I said, Placerville. I I felt like we should have done a little bit better there. Um, Petaluma was kind of, eh. It was we were okay. Um, Antioch, I've struggled at for a long time since we got the new car. I felt like we struggled there. And then um, Merced, like I said, I started second guessing our stuff. And then 
um, got the confidence booster at Hanford. Everything kind of fell into place there. And then um, it was cool. Like um, at first, I think the first four races, I drew toward the front of the heat race. So I never really had to deal with a B main. I was pretty much locked in and I can mind my business and get myself into the A. But the last two nights at Hanford and Bakersfield, the two that I was most worried about, because those are where you get all the competition. That's where all the down south boys are and everything like that. I, I looked at Tim and I think I told you when we got to Bakersfield, I said, we're B main in the night. We're going to have to transfer tonight. Yeah, and you then, started deep in like... Yeah, I started like seventh in that heat race or something pretty far back. And then I had to pass some good cars and we were able to get ourselves in and then redraw the one. <laughs> so <laughs> I didn't even have to redraw it, but... Um, and then, uh, Spain Howard, I think was giving me a bunch of shit at Bakersfield, um, when we redrew and he's like, I swear to God, if you go up there and pick the one again and sure as shit, we did. Mm, so, mm, mm. <laughs> so, some things never change, man. So the, that was almost like, I, I think I drew, that one time when we were at the Pettit in, um, we drew like separate or something like that. I said, I'm going to go up there. Or I told you I said I was going to wait until the end because then I think there was some better numbers left or something. And then I was standing right by it. I was like, oh, screw it. I'm probably going to draw bad because I'm up here first and all the bad numbers are still in there and I'm not narrowing down my choices. And then I go out there and pull one. <laughs> so, <laughs> and then I think I proceeded to draw like a 4,000 <laughs> right behind him. We always draw opposite. If he draws good, I draw shitty. If he draws yeah. shitty, then I draw good. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> hey, I got the, I got the pre-reg lineup here that I'm looking at. And, uh, Pre-reg is ended, so if you're listening to this, you're too late, so you missed out on that. <laughs> but right now, sport mods are kind of up on the numbers. We got Fred Ryland is on here, Casey Keller, Trevor Tiffy from up in Wairika area. Shout out to him. Timothy Alderlings. Uh, Alderings. Sorry, buddy. Kelly Campanelli, Adrian Frost, Emily Van Hoff, yours truly, Ryan Forrest right there. Bro, where, aren't you like on there twice? I was. There you was were, like a okay. mishap or okay, something. Yeah. And uh, we got it We got it squared away. Tyler Bannister. Yo, let's uh, talk about Tyler Bannister, dog. He got a free... What is it? Uh, when his finish seventh? I think it was a free position. I don't know what any of that is, but the fucking dude has gotten two wins right now, and... He's rolling. He oh, picked... we're talking about that. Yeah. Okay. Tyler Bannister yeah. picked up that win at Merced at the uh, Jerry Shannon And then Memorial. followed it up and with Bakersfield. And then followed it up at Bakersfield, dog. Kid is rolling, bro. Kid is fast. Oh, and Andrew Pierce won again in Antioch, right? Yeah. Yes. Since we uh, talked yeah, last. Yeah, he got his... Yeah. Oh, well, his first win at Antioch. Yeah. Um, but yeah, he was pretty... I talked to him. He was hella stoked about it. Yeah. Obviously, he said he wanted to win there. Yeah. Um, you know, ever since he was a little kid growing up there and stuff like that. I have Andrew, obviously I, I told you I was going to talk about you on the show, bro. So don't worry about it. Yeah, dude. He's, kid's he's, fast. Yeah. He's, he's, he's no surprises. Huh? Yeah. Yeah. No surprises. Can't be honestly. Like I said, I think we said it before on the show, the amount of maturity yeah. that kid shows is like second to none yeah. at that age. Well, besides like, I think there's a handful of kids like Dylan Bloomfield is one of them. Yeah. But I mean, but now he's, now it's he's like expected, way above so. his. Yeah. He's way above his where he should be at that age. However, I don't see Andrew on this list. I'm kind of concerned. I hope he's going to run some of this speed week. 
If you, not, do you know anything, it. Joe? If he's I, I haven't heard any news. I haven't really asked him I'm going to have to get boots on it. the ground and, yeah. and talk to him, make sure he's boots on the ground. I wanted, to, I wanted to get a GoPro in his car yesterday, and he, he honestly rejected me. I'm hurt. Andrew. He curved you. What? Honestly. Yeah, he bro, said, get your me, shit dog. out of here, weighing this thing down. So me. I'm like, we, went with the, we went with another I option. had to go with the number 10. The, uh, yeah. yeah so. Fucking that guy. <laughs> Nah, he's uh, in case anybody hadn't noticed, he's he's actually okay. He's yeah. a pretty good shoe. Huh? <laughs> he's pretty good shoe. He, he's you know? waiting. To, he's waiting to get that win. He said he manages to get around. I think here yeah. and there, he's he's not too bad. I've heard of him. He's pretty good. Yeah. He's on. I think he's on there too, right? For yeah, he's on. So, he's yeah. on here. I haven't got there yet. He's right underneath Jason Bannister, Guy Alwart, the ten. Uh, Tanner Thomas. Let's hopefully Tanner can get that thing squared yeah, away. Yeah, hopefully he does. Like you know. I said, that was such a bad deal that happened yeah. to Tanner yesterday. And oh, speaking no, not of that Strimmy just not Tanner. That was that was. Uh, oh yeah, Tanner. It yeah, that's right. I, was, I get Tyler and Tanner mixed up. Yeah, Tyler. And then there's on Chase. Here as well. so, Ty- yeah, Tyler. <laughs> Tyler, Tyler, Tanner, or Tyler, yes, Tanner, and, and Chase. Chase. Yeah, yeah. And then sometimes Pop sneaks in there every once yeah. in a while too. So I believe Tyler and Tanner are racing it. Yes. Yeah. They're so. on here. The Mike. Mike Ficklin, uh, Tyler Thomas, like I said, Ryan Smith, the Tri-State Pro Stock shoe in the car number 250. 250. Yeah, Ryan yeah. Smith going to hop in a sport mod here. Oh, no way, really? Yeah, yeah, okay. man. Is it his own car? Is yeah. he driving for somebody? He bought one. They got nice. one. Yeah. There you go. The Gomez is the 38s. Haley and Todd are on here. Trevor Climans. Let's go. Dude, he's finally. 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 Can we get a little. Can you get. Get you outside of Antioch just once? Yeah, my man. Now my man's traveling. Good to see you. Okay, so prop. Step one, we got Trevor Kleiman's traveling. <laughs> Step two, I'm calling him out. Let's go. Your cousin was giving you shit last night at Marysville. Mark, get on the road. Come on, let's go. Mark Garner needs to get on the road. Yeah, that'd be cool to see Mark. Yeah. He wasn't, was was he even at Antioch last night? No, he, he was there, but his car, he was not racing. So Yeah, see, yeah. what the hell is going yeah, on? Yeah, so if we could get Trevor and Mark out on the road, who fucking knows what's going to happen? It can get, it can get yeah, good. Yeah, some shit will get wild. What was the last time Trevor traveled was... I, last time I remember seeing him was at Tulare. Yeah, that one year. And like, a, and I, remember I wouldn't even like, consider. I think it was when they had the the NorCal Sport Mod Tour thing. Yeah, or whatever. it was. You're yeah. right. Yeah, yeah, it was. That was 2017. Hey, and in case anybody fucking forgot, Trevor Clemens is fast. Just saying, dude. Like he he's traveled so saying. far, and <laughs> he's the been dude's been good. rolling. Yeah, he's. Been I just want to say shout out to my man Trevor. Just in case another anybody shout forgot out, another who this dude is. Man's man knows how to drive this. Another race shout out to Fred. That dude's been rolling too. He's got Ooh. a few wins under his belt already. Yeah. Tough night last night. Like I said, we'll what happened the, last night? We'll get I to didn't the get recap. To... Uh, yeah, I watched the, the I watched the A mods because my buddy old buddy Niss was putting on a freaking show in the A mods. I gotta give him a little bit of a shout yeah. out and recognition. He put on a freaking show in the A mods, and then huge, 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 huge. Pat on the back, applaud from me. Antioch Speedway's racetrack last night. Oh, it was fucking phenomenal. Fire, dude. Fire. It was the best racetrack I've seen in a long time. We'll save that passion. We'll get to that in the, <laughs> in the, in the recap. So just to finish it off, like I, I mentioned him just, just a minute ago, Jimmy Ford's on this list. Um, Guy to watch for this tour. I don't see Garrett Jernigan on here, but... I'm interested to see how Jason Nation's going to do in this week. So he's on this list here. And Austin Pugh 
Is that in any relation to Jason Pugh, the five car? I don't know. I don't know if that's a typo or yeah, if that's a separate person, but Austin Pugh's on here. Hopefully I said that right. Is that I was gonna say, is that how you even pronounce I think it? that's how you pa, say it. Pugh? I don't I'm know. really stoked about we have a national champion coming down to race with us. Who do you believe that is? Is it the uh in the Amon? In the Amon. Let me make a guess. Is it maybe that William Gould guy? Yes. I'm yeah. super stoked. How about him, huh? I, I texted him, talked to him a little bit, and he said he's actually really excited to Is come that out a here. cheat for getting the longest toe? Is that kind of bullshit? I think it I it's not know. fair. I don't know. It's not fair. <laughs> I wish you'd bring a stock car out here as well. Uh, that's not going to happen. But, uh, yeah. I think if stock cars were on the whole tour, it might have been. It might How be, soon yeah. do you think that becomes? Or do you think it's too I much? honestly thought it would have happened by now. Yeah. I was kind of nervous. Mm, I don't, I'd say, I say next year. Unless they're trying to dedicate this deal to just modifieds, which yeah. I partially agree with. Yeah. Then, yeah. Question though, if Shane DeVolder comes out and runs that for a week, does he get longest toll? No, because no, because Oklahoma's still farther. He's yeah. way out there. Williams way no, out there. <laughs> Iowa's further away than Oklahoma. No, yeah, yeah, you go through Oklahoma to get to Iowa. Pull up the Dude, map. Oklahoma's down south, bro. Pull up the map. Oklahoma's on the other side of Texas. It's above Texas. No, pull up the map. <laughs> Iowa's further east than Oklahoma. Bro, I think it. Pull yeah. up the map. Geography, bro. I, Oklahoma. Nah, I, I, Oklahoma's I'm, no, Iowa's further than Texas. Yeah, I think yeah, so. Pull up the map. Iowa's further than Texas, but not Oklahoma. I mean, Iowa's further. Depends than on where you're at. I don't Iowa. think so. Up, what, where are we looking? Give me a so picture of the if, states. If I'm looking at Boone, it is farther than Oklahoma. Mm-hmm. The whole state of Oklahoma. Really? Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's all right, buddy. Is it a lot, or is it very, it's very like right on the border of each other? No, they're not. No, like if you draw a get line me a from map. Iowa, <laughs> get a fucking distance. Hold Go from California the, to Boone and hold then California the to where he's at. Hold the phone. Texas. United. Hold on, there's Oklahoma. It depends on what part of Oklahoma you're in, too. States See, that's map. what I was saying. Here we go. Uh, well, Iowa's there. over there. I'm getting. Um, I didn't realize Iowa's that far. Damn, dude. Why did I ever go to Boone? <laughs> that's way over there. <laughs> Dog. It's. Bro, it's three states away. Yeah, <laughs> no, That's it's really figure. not, dude. You could draw a look line at all straight that up right look there. At, look at that state line. Wait, let me between see those that? states. You got a whole like you got to to get from. That's Iowa. the chef's head. Did you ever realize that to get that to there's Iowa? A, there's, there's a Oklahoma. chef there holding yeah. a Kentucky yeah. fried. What the hell? Hey, did you ever notice that those states line up to be yeah, a chef and, holding Kentucky fried chicken? And, yeah, in Kentucky, right here, is some chicken. <laughs> so, so the end of. Oklahoma. Wait, let me make sure that's right. The end of Oklahoma. Oh, they're actually they're not that far apart. No, they're fucking far apart, dog. Nah, <laughs> like you if have you draw I, a straight up line well, Boone, on the border of uh, or the back of the state Boone, of Oklahoma. Is it Boone on the western side of it Iowa? Doesn't like in the center. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter, Joe. When you're in Iowa, you have to go through Kansas. What part of Oklahoma is he in? What part of Oklahoma is he in? I don't know. Don't are we, we going to get in depth with that, though? Yeah, like, we are. Now now, <laughs> now you're, we're on this. You win, right? Yeah, yeah, William Gold has a friend on Facebook. There's <laughs> not many times I get a win over 132 over here, so <laughs> I'll take it as I can get it. Well, you right. can't get them anymore because we're not in the same class. Well, I don't know. 
<laughs> Where I've got, like I said, I've got that lunch trophy. I'm that make, lunch I'm working trophy. on. So like, hey, unless you find me a ride for the Miller next week, no, it doesn't matter. It, no, it no, no, no. <laughs> Whoever finishes higher, you know, claims the lunch trophy. I'm not no, playing no, no. favorites, but Brent's got you in by our respective classes. You know, it okay? are. <laughs> so like, if I get a top five, you get a top five. Joe buys us lunch. Well, yeah. he's the he's the maybe boss our anyway. He should be getting lunch, us maybe. lunch. No, and I wouldn't do that to old Montalvo. We, we eat <laughs> a lot. Speaking of our title sponsor, we want to give another shout out and saying this episode is brought to you by Montalvo Motorsports, Bobby Montalvo and Melissa Fincenti with the continued support of, I'm sorry, the continued support us little guys, the sport we love from drivers, race teams, and us at OTH. Once again, we want to say thank you to the Montava Motorsports, and we look forward to seeing y'all at the racetrack. It must be a Joe thing. Joe Rogan's really good at his sponsors. Joe's pretty good at doing it. Yeah, he's, he's getting the hang of this thing. Well, I mean, Ryan says, says he says... never has any sponsors, so he doesn't know how to thank anybody. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm pretty of, good at it. <laughs> yo, I try to, I'm hooking up, though, with Rain, you know? Yeah, Rain. that's what I heard. Yep. I'm a rock star guy, but they don't I'm even know that. I'm a rock star guy. Yeah, what do you think that. about these new cans, dude? They it's look- not so much the new can, Bubba. It's the fucking change of the flavor, dog. And I'm a little. Did they bit- change the flavor? Yeah, too? dude. The formuloli is a little. The give me the formuloli. <laughs> what is that the from SpongeBob? It's the like the formula fucking- Krabby Patty. Yeah, yeah, the yeah. They they changed the fucking elixir, dog. And I, uh, uh, it's it's okay. Is you know? it true that that has bull semen in it? I don't fucking know. <laughs> I don't want to know. Okay. I mean, fact check is, that. Fact check that. Is, One of them has bull semen. I know that. I thought tour. I, I thought taurine had something, but that could be a myth. Because tour- I'm rocking. Uh, we're working with some guarana, some B my vitamins. Uh, bro, you're not damn thing. There's not no vitamins in. Stop playing yeah, with. bro. Vitamin D. <laughs> yeah, we vitamin got taurine. I think that's the fucking bull nut. And, uh, and we got a we got like a double <laughs> dose of guarana, whatever the fuck is that, that gorilla is. nut? I don't shit, I don't know. Hundred and sixty. Harambe left his mark on us forever. Sixty grams, uh, <laughs> milligrams of caffeine. Get Bro, your boy. what if you could really be drinking bull semen every day, dog? Well, you know, they know what they say. <laughs> I don't know what they say, but you know they're saying it. <laughs> Tell me about bull semen, bro, please. Hey, can we? Uh, bef- while he's no, 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 no. This has to be. This... I just want to. I want to run through the A mod list. <laughs> no, this, this has to be. This has to be answered. You took time out of your day to prove me wrong on Iowa and Oklahoma. Let the guy all find right, out right, if we'll you're drinking out. semen or not. Shout out William Gould, Matt Hagel, <laughs> Buddy Niss, Danny Wagner, Anthony Slaney, Nick DiCarlo, John Pierce. Jim Pettit, Kellen Chadwick, Paul Stone, Cody Oh, he's Burt, grinning. Devin Reed, <laughs> Vinny <laughs> Rauchy Jr., Troy Morris III, Jake Dewsbury, Mitch Machado, Robbie Sawyer, and Cody Wait, Laney. so he's Wait. going full tour racing? Robbie Sounds Sawyer? Like that like means it. he has to step foot back in Antioch. That's what no, I it I, does not. There's a drop race. Oh! oh dun, 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 dun. This motherfucker is smart as fuck. Fuck. <laughs> Ooh, Robbie, you sneaky as a yeah, motherfucker, but that, that, but, dude. But, but that means he can't have a bad night anywhere else. True. Mm. There right. is that little... What do we know about this fucking bull nut? Yeah, let's figure so out what Ryan's as, consuming. So as much as I want to say Ryan drinks semen, it is not semen. Fuck. Damn it. 
just want to thank everybody who got me here. Shout out to my sponsors. Everybody <laughs> helped me out. You know, we had a we had what some sponsors. You got we Marcy. Some, that's it. We had some really strong takes this week, and uh, I think I think we came out on top. Brent Kern was struggling with some stuff. He came out threw a couple threw a couple sliders on me, but he just could not get the facts right. So shout out to everybody. Thank you for coming here. His own brother proved him wrong. Yeah, bro. Wait, didn't Joe bring that up? Why am I getting blamed? Okay, I swear. Hey, we he right, brought it up, but bro, you hammered wait, it wait, home. Wait, 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 wait. Before before anybody. Even comes at me because I'm probably gonna hear this. I heard about this back in high school. That's what I bro. get for giving him the hat. That's what they also said. Mountain Dew makes your dick small too. So what the hell? That. That's what it that. is. I, I was just about that. to say the same thing. I never heard that. <laughs> I just heard that in some. Uh, I can't remember which energy drink it was. Is it all it the flavors of Mountain Dew? semen. That code red though hits different. <laughs> huh? Code red. That's. Freddy's only place I fucking found it, bro. When we went to Arizona, I was Taco so Bell used to have it. Did they? Yep. Really? And, they and that Baja yeah. Blast just that, is... don't say Baja Blast in front of Brandon, bro. Wow. I will never forget that day. Is he this full straight Baja up, Blast? this full straight up ordered a Baja Blast at Taco Bell. Oh, he said, said it, like it that? just like that. Yeah, buddy. What they say? <laughs> Nothing. They he got t- you. No, he he t- he was in the but we were young, so he's hey, in the back seat. So do you? Oh, do we do? Drink the drink or the slushy? Nah, I'm a soda slushy. Guy. I'm not slushy. the dude. The strawberry lemonade slushy yeah. at freaking Taco Bell right it now. Is, yeah, fire. It is. Did you bro. see that? Did we just get, become best friends? Wow, it's hella good. <laughs> hella good. That well, was from, I was this. expecting a return. That was from Step Brothers. For yeah. Um, I'm lost. <laughs> mm, dead air. I love it. <laughs> <laughs> So Ryan, if you really are interested in like human feces or animals, where are we going here, buddy? This all of a sudden turned into a Joe Rogan preference. (laughs) Preference fast. Get to the point. There's a drug that's in like the Middle East where people poop in their bag and they sniff it. What the fuck are you talking about, bro? It's it's a it's a true. (laughs) Look at Ryan's face. I I just (laughs) I figured since maybe you like drinking bull urine or whatever you might like that i always called energy drinks nuclear horse piss so it does make your piss like gold when i drink red bulls that's blood in your pee from your fucking kidneys bro yo (laughs) hey hey (laughs) oh my god i'll bring up the drug name but it is uh you know shelf that i really think that's like that horny goat (laughs) weed stuff that you see in 7-eleven Wow. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know, dude. Hey, you know what's a funny story? I'll tell you this. Uh-oh. Some friends of mine, <laughs> speaking of weird shit at a gas station. So some <laughs> friends of mine, I'll name nameless, or I'll, we'll remain nameless. Jen Kim? <laughs> that sounds odd. So some you... friends of mine, I'll, I'll leave their names out. Okay. So they were, a uh, buddy of mine went to Chico State. And, that's uh, the first problem. Yeah. Shout out Chico. That tells you where that tells you where some of this is gonna go. So you know at um like certain liquor stores or gas stations over there by the checkout, they got like those fucking uh magic like rhinos. You know, oh, yeah. rhinos, rhinos, super dick pill and, type yeah. shit. Mm-hmm. So they were fucking around, right? Oh, that's that's what this, those are? Joe doesn't look at those because he doesn't have this problem. <laughs> hey. I didn't know I thought they were energy pills, like energy pills. No, they, I mean there are some. Hung like, like a hamster, IP, bro. But some of them is like a straight blue chew, you know what I'm saying? Ooh. And so uh <laughs> my boy, they uh shout out Best Bar Riley's and Chico on Twitter. They're in Barstool. I think they're ranked up there now. We got them up to Barstool like number one uh local bar. But anyway. Um 
they got these fucking pills and they all popped these super monster dick pills and then went to the bar and were sitting there with fucking <laughs> full on straight masks, bro. Straight full on sailboat masks for like with no business, no idea what the fuck to do with them. So some bitches work is what I what I understand. So yeah. Where did this show go? Um, <laughs> so how about that recap of Antioch? Yeah. <laughs> so, so, uh, yeah. Let's jump into this recap. <laughs> April April tenth, two thousand twenty-one. We had uh, we had <laughs> we had four classes running. Rona. Our IMCA modifiers, our IMCA Northern Sport models, our uh, Delta Dwarf cars, and our it says Super Stocks, but there are our Tri-State Pro Stocks uh, running last night. Uh, if you guys, any of you guys want to chime in on this, you guys go ahead. Well, you were there, but well, I mean, nobody watched. I was, I was like I said, busy. the only live video I watched, I was too busy holding the controller in my hand. So oh, okay. I didn't get a chance to. Um, so I'll just run through the main events and uh, eating some badass barbecue from Dad's Barbecue in Brentwood. Shout out, Dads! You okay, went there with us. Don't be some... looking oh, okay, all confused yeah. and stuff. <laughs> Okay, Don't guess, be looking all confused and stuff. You went there. Guess we just throwing out you plugs there. around here. Huh? <laughs> I guess. <laughs> I guess I did preference fucking dick pills, didn't I? So I can't believe we were just. Everybody gets a shout out on here, boys. <laughs> so picking up the win last night in the Delta Dwarf cars was Kevin Moralio in the forty double D. Um, he had a great. I wanted, like I said, what their main was. Uh, all the mains last night were actually pretty good. Um, had a feverish battle going on. Heard the sport mods was a little havoc. It was a little bit. We'll we'll get to that. We'll get to that. Um, Kevin Moralio, Devin Cameraman, and Di- um, David Wack. Rosa. David, yeah, David Rosa. Big David. Yeah, top three. Wow, um, dude, that's solid. Show obviously, Danny way. Wagner. Um, and we talked about a little bit earlier. Um, having that terrible flip. Like I said, luckily. Everything was okay. He was running up there, up front with um, the forty machine and uh, Devin Cameraman. But yeah, Dynamite David Rosa picking up a top three finish. And let's see, I'll keep running down through the list. Um, David Rosa third, Scott Dahlgren four, Travis Day ended up um, running fifth. Chance Russell, Toby Brown, Ellie Russo ended up finishing eighth. Good run for her. Tom Van Tau and then Dennis Gilcrease. Rounding out, out the top yeah, 10. Yeah, rounding out the top 10. So it was pretty pretty good um, racing for the dwarf cars. And I heard the mad bumblebees over the top of our RC cars. I oh, heard them. Yeah. It's... There's a damn hornet's nest <laughs> over there at the racetrack. Even it's funny the RC people that have absolutely no idea what's going know on. No, when the dwarf cars. Oh, yeah. They're, they're drag racing Yamaha bikes over there. That's what they think. <laughs> and then our tri-state pro stock series it was basically i don't know 401k yeah it was a runaway show uh richard brace jr got the lead and never looked back randy miller had a solid run yeah he did randy miller uh coming up seven positions he ended up finishing second um ariel grande santa maria native aria grande Is, isn't it ariel right <laughs> Ariana Grande. Ariana Grande. <laughs> what, what well, it could. I mean, you could say that. I guess jo- Joe's bad at that, so it could be anything. <laughs> Joel Crandall. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, like, come on, dog. Who are we sure this is? Was Ariana Grande racing, or is this? 
It's Ariel yeah. Grande, California. Justin Crockett. A Rio Grande. Oh, the pl- okay. <laughs> I'm thinking there's somebody named uh, a Royal Grande, right? No, it's not. It's a Rio Grande. That sounds Rio? like something you'd That's order off place. the menu at Taco Bell. He was talking like it was somebody. I racing. thought it was somebody. Justin. No, I was saying <laughs> the name of where he lives. Got at. you, Justin Crockett. God, yeah, 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 yeah. It makes sense. You got their sponsors Lord. too, Joe? No. But okay, Ariana Grande, I'm California. With you, Justin okay, so is it not Ariel Grande or is it Ario Grande? Uh, I don't know. Uh, I'd have to look at the word. Oh, here we go. A R R O Y O. Oh, Arroyo Grande. Arroyo. It's Arroyo. Arroyo. Arroyo Grande. Yeah, Arroyo okay, Grande. So Shout out the Crockett family. They've been racing for a yeah, long time. Yeah. So third, uh, Chris Smith, uh, Kimo Aretta, Rich Denman, Jim Freezy. I never noticed I was saying his name wrong. Kimo had a good run with the chest. Um, and this one, I'm sorry if I butcher this name. It Richard Vander Puig, P L O E G, Puig, right? Puig. Vander Pogue, I think. Yeah. Vander Pogue. Okay, I think that, like that. Pogue. I think. I don't know. Uh, uh, Matt Kyle and then Jimmy Robbins rounded out your top ten. Did I miss? Race. Did Sammy I miss Hagar. Ryan Treason? Did I miss him or did he finish? Did something happen with that deal? Because he ran pretty good in his heat race. Ryan Ceresian? Yeah, there you go. Ended up getting collected in a wreck. Uh, uh, so, yeah. Man. Shout out his vlogs. Bet not broken Dude, vlogs. I didn't even know that. Yeah. He, like, went to, like, North Carolina and raced yeah. with... I got, yeah, he got, races street stock or yeah, something out there. I was like, wow, that's actually pretty cool. Yeah, another product of the mini stock, mini truck, four banger ranks. Mm-hmm. Shout out to that dude. So, the race that we've been talking about... IMCA Northern Sport Mods, which I honestly, bro, I wish you were there. I really do. Why? It was, well, I mean, <laughs> it was a great track, a great race. There was race. plenty of cars. There, I mean, but. They had plenty of talent. One more. One nah. more. They had it covered, dog. Wait, but, are they racing? Hold on, pause for a second. Are they racing twice? Uh, feature replay, my guy. They got Bristol on here. I can honestly tell you, I'm over Bristol. I've seen enough. A lot of people want to hear your rant about Bristol. I mean,. I don't really have one. It's, I mean, it how do you? How do you? Is it thumbs up, thumbs down? Finish your recap of Antioch, and then we'll close <laughs> it. With Let's make sure we get everybody there, get their recognition. Finish your recap of Antioch, and then I'll. All right, so we'll run down the finish, getting the finish. I mean, getting the win. I'm sorry, the Iceman Tommy Fraser. What's a great battle right across the street? Shout out Tommy. Yeah, Hopefully you can hear us yeah shout out to the Iceman. Yeah, I'll, I'll give him a round of applause. <laughs> it was a great, a great race. Like I said, um, Tommy Kenny Ryan's Schrader. not clapping. So no, I. <laughs> I said shout out to Tommy. Did a golf clap. Uh, for fuck's sake. Kenny Schrader, um second uh yeah, second race back and um finished second. Up, yeah, ended good up finishing him. second. That was pretty good. Guy Allwart third, Trevor Clemens had the lead for a few laps ended up giving it away on the bottom. Um Casey Keller ended up finishing fifth, Andrew Pierce, another one we talked about, ended up finishing sixth. Uh Kevin Brown seventh. Fred Ryland, like we talked about, up front in that top three or top two position. And um, Tyler Brown ended up spinning, spinning, so he got collected in a wreck. Collected wreck-ed him. Yeah, so Fred Ryland gets eighth. Chuck Golden, ninth. Mm, top ten for and, the crash. Yeah, and then uh, Tyler Brown ended up coming back to finish tenth. But, yeah, like I said, that race was uh, one of the best. I was, like I said, I, I'm – as being a friend of Tommy Fraser, obviously uh-huh. it was good to see him win. But Justin, overall, it's been a while since he's been in victory lane yeah. there too. I think overall, it was just fantastic racing. Uh, we went into the race with the, I think it was a four, 
halfway tie for first in the points with uh, Frazier, if I'm correct, Guy, Casey Keller, and I believe Fred all tied up uh, for first. I'm not sure how the points are. It's now. all different winners this year, too, so yeah. far, I think, right? Yeah. yeah. So, and like I said, it, it was just, it was amazing, fantastic racing. You could race the bottom, you could, you know, rail the top, the, and then... Once again, applaud the racetrack. Yeah, it was it was fantastic racing. Brandon, um, what's up real quick? I think we need to make it clear we're not talking about Kenny Schrader, the NASCAR driver, for the people Oh, that I get that all the time, dude. Yeah. That is, he's got a point. I get that the from, like, out of... The 188 Kenny Schrader. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah, the young gun Kenny Schrader. Who asked the, that? There's a lot of people like from back serious? east, like our buddies back east and stuff like that, that actually think we're talking because he races modifieds. It's a legit thought. I Are we talking it. about Ethan? No. Is he the one that thinks that? No, he doesn't okay. talk to Ethan. <laughs> I just want to make it clear for people that are out no. I've actually I've actually heard that from people huh. back east. My buddy Keith, when we were in Tennessee, had said something too. Well, yeah, it's not the guy. It's not Kenny Schrader. We're talking about the Pacheco pistol, Kenny Schrader. The Pacheco pistol. Let's get it. <laughs> but, um, yeah. And, so go on to the A mods. Yeah. What do we got? A mods. Um, give credit, like we said, Buddy Ness did not end up picking up the win, but fuck, held off Bobby Hogg for. Majority of the race, I believe, until I think a Where did couple... he fall to? Fourth? No, no second. 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 Oh, second. nice. Nice. I mean, so, you finished second to one of the best drivers. Improvement in the, in of the, the last race. Yeah. Got um, a little bit of rage dominance last night. Yeah. And I know he's now in a GRT buddiness is. If Buddy I'm is, yeah. but I was talking Bobby. Or, yeah, Bobby, Bobby was in a rage and then Tommy yeah. in a rage. Yeah, Bobby obviously not in his familiar um, red deuce, but um, we'll run through the lineup really quick. Bobby Hogue and the... White, number 22, Buddy Niss, uh, Nick DiCarlo bringing home third, Troy Folger fourth, Jim Pettit fifth. Uh, looking forward to seeing Jim Pettit possibly. I really kind of wanted him to make a three-peat. Um, mm-hmm. that, that didn't happen. Kellen Chadwick sixth, Bobby Mott seventh, um, Aaron Krause looking for a better finish from what he had last week, uh, but he kind of got caught up in some stuff, ended up finishing eighth. Josh Combs uh, ninth, and then... Mitch Machado rounded out the top 10. But, um, yeah, that race, once again, like I said, track kind of came into uh, came into play with that race as well. And a good battle with the top four guys, um, Slicing and Dyson, Nick DiCarlo and Troy Folger. As we've seen many battles between them in their past previous years. And then um, Bob, or Bobby Hogue just waiting for the kid to make a mistake, and he ended up capitalizing off of that and getting the win. So was there any truth to the – to the whole uh this win for Bobby Hogue, doesn't that make him the all time modified main event winner at Antioch Speedway with seventy one main event wins? Uh, Did he just surpass Scott Busby or am I mistaken there? I, Somebody... I would have to go more in depth and find yeah. out about that. I'm That's what sure. I was You're kinda not gonna under... find anything like that on Google either. That's, That's what I was kinda under uh the impression of what was that now this makes him the all-time modified main event winner but somebody can correct me yeah and fact check you know comment um on I'm the pretty page. sure yeah if that is i think scott busby like was the one that yeah had, and i think yeah. this made 71 so he should be over that but anyway do yeah. we need to do i need to rant on this stupid ass thing <laughs> is this what i don't have one really it's up to you bro I really don't start coming up with something because I'm getting tired of hearing this no Ryan's rant stuff. I really don't have one. I mean, I just want to hear your thumbs up or thumbs down. I know you watched. We've been away for a while. Um, I think it's cool. I'm just, you know, all right, I get it. You got dirt on Bristol. I'm over it. 
I just want him to get done with it. But, um, you know, I think it was a, it was probably a success. It's probably the most money that the Bristol Motor Speedway has made in a little while. It's kind of a shame that it, we can't have capacity crowd like they would like. You know, I have a feeling now, 20 years later from the first one, was a little different because you could see those grandstands are almost barren. Yeah. Um, I think there was more people in the grandstands for the final night of the Dirt Track Nationals or yeah. whatever that was. They, so I that feel, place was packed. For so the I last feel like night. if if they could have sold that like traditionally, I feel like they probably could have, you know, earned more off of it. I think that's part of the reason why they want to do it again next year. Um, however, I don't know. I'm, Being there for the Cup race too, there was a lot of people. Yeah, there. a lot of people there. Yeah. So I guess. I'll break it down twice. My my reaction to the dirt cars on there was was fine. It was a dirt race. I mean, it, we should work pretty good on there. Track had a ton of banking. It was crazy fast. Um, you know, hats off to Brian uh, Baker running his ass off making it in there. I don't know. I guess I'm kind of out on the dirtle thing. I think that was kind of dumb. Uh, there's a wall down there, so you have a limit of how low you can go. I mean, it makes. I think they were trying to prevent because, like that angle that we just saw, um, the rumor that I heard was they were trying to prevent cars from getting that low. Because if there was a mishap or somebody spun out on the bottom, it's literally a K rail holding you above the original wall that was there. Because there's so much fill dirt. Mm. So if you busted through one of those K rails or got up on one or whatever, which most likely you're gonna move it, you literally fall. Okay, also... Three feet into the so then here, uh, I guess I don't necessarily know that this is a rant, but I kind of think, you know, watching the Dirt Nationals with the IMCA Sport Mods, Stock Cars, even our A Mods and some stuff, I kind of felt like there's too much banking. And until you start to watch the super late models, like I'm, I'm right now I'm watching Jimmy Owens rail somewhat of a top, and I'm sure with the sprint cars... If they don't get, you know, bottom feed, they have enough horsepower to get. I feel like a majority of the cars just don't have enough fucking suds to get up there to the wall. Yeah. Am I out on that? Or does that seem to... No, that's pretty... I mean, it kind of just seemed like they just physically can't run that high because there's so much... They don't have the momentum to as well. Yeah. And so, I mean, that stuff was cool. It's like running into a wall, basically. Honestly, I, I get it. Everybody should get their Bristol moment. The four banger stuff probably didn't need to be there. Realistically, I'm still out. One on of that. my buddies that I used to race four bangers with back in Tennessee, Jason Ketcherin, finished second in that deal. So I am pretty stoked for him. That's great. Yeah, I, I'm out. I'm out on it. I just don't see it. Um, a lot of people were pissed about some of the safety aspects. I didn't really think it's that terrible. Um, you're gonna crash race cars everywhere. You're gonna crash race cars at really fast racetracks. It's just a given. Nobody got hurt, thankfully, but you know it's interesting. The NASCAR thing, on the other hand, I was I was pleasantly surprised. Yeah, it really same wasn't. Here, same here, it really yeah. wasn't that bad. Hats off to Logano. You know he, the realistically, the way I kept watching it, he started to tune the race car as if it just became a pavement race. He just kept making it. But tighter we kind of we kind of understood yeah, that that was yeah. going to happen, and I kind of knew that. And so he just kept tuning it and tuning it and tuning it. Two hundred and fifty laps, even with a late model yeah, race or something like that. The it's cars gonna get gonna, black. I mean, we're watching them right now, and they're right along the bottom, and the cars are straighter yeah. than an arrow. But um, so you know, so I just 
I'm cool with it. I next year I wish they would have just did it this once and been done with it. But obviously it sounds like they're gonna do it again next year. Yeah, as so a business year, standpoint, you make that much money, there's no way you're not gonna do yeah. it. Yeah. There's I no just, way. I just would like to see this something like this happen at a legitimate dirt track, not some temporary place. On a NASCAR side of things? Is that what you're talking about? Just in general, yeah. I, I think I there's racetracks. On a NASCAR standpoint of things, I don't think they have the capacity at any dirt track to be able to house that many people. I don't know. Like I mean, maybe maybe Eldora or something like that, or but nobody's going to have the capacity that... Yeah, I don't know. Like, I, don't, I, I, I really have a lot of like crossed fingers and hope that when, now that um, what's his name that owns Speedway Motors, Bear, or I can't remember what his Barry name Braun? is. No, Speedway Motors, oh, okay. the guy that owns the racetracks, the Marcus big Smith. money man, Marcus Smith. Yeah. yeah. With all of his talk about Wilkesboro, yeah. and with this dirt stuff, maybe they might do something twisted and make Wilkesboro dirt. Um, I also heard that place. I'm not. I'd love to see that place come back. 110%. I'd love to see every racetrack come back. But Wilkesboro, I would... Yeah. I don't know. I just... For dirt cars on this stuff, yeah, I'm I'm cool. That's... You know, it is what it is. But next year for the NASCAR Cup deal, yeah, I'm a little out because I know, just don't see... I see the racing being a little better if it wasn't in the dead of day. Well, that with a little just, bit more moisture in the track and stuff like that, and this, I think it would be, I think it would result in some. Like I said, I'm a firm believer that no dirt race should be in the middle of the day. Yeah, period. I'm just saying, I I don't think I like the direction that they're going, and I feel like this, it's not a cash grab, it's an audience grab, and it's like grabbing it. I just don't see that it's necessary. So like this year was fine. But next year, when we change the race car completely, I just think NASCAR's that going, I'm a little concerned. NASCAR's about. going a certain direction, and they're trying to maintain another. And Image. if they if they run this deal again next year, I think it'd be best if they just saved a couple cars from and ran this the year older and car. ran the yeah. old shit because it. I just don't see the reason to put this state-of-the-art type of thing they're trying to build and trying Under. to put the put the race in a different direction. You know, my rant on single lug nut and aluminum wheels and fucking independent rear It's suspension. like if you saw IndyCar out running on dirt exactly. or something like that. Well, or yeah. or an like old like, um, Rolex car. Australian sports Su- car, super, car, super yeah. car out on yeah. dirt with the direction like that they're going. I get it. And, and I, just well, don't. I think it does good for us dirt racers though. i i don't know i mean i guess it does yeah it brings a lot that. of attention to something that wasn't exactly there before like we it, i have but, never seen chase elliott run a fucking late model yeah i haven't got to see Kyle i will i will say i will say long. that it's brought a lot you know of attention I mean? to shit that probably wouldn't I have happened seen joey logano race a modified yeah you know it, I mean? it's probably shit that would have never, never happened had, exactly. if it wasn't for bristol i kind of i do see i do see now a lot I of see that the point that you're talking and about that's before. what i was yeah. talking about in pr- uh, that previous episode where there's a lot of notice that went to the dirt track racing community that i don't think would have if it wasn't for a race like this and they and you saw how much enjoyment they got out of it so that could be like chase chase did the whole like midget thing or whatever and then he's like ride after ride after ride i want to drive a late model i want to drive this i want to drive that and i think that's like that's something that we kind of like need because bottom line is is like kenny wallace or 
Ken Schrader, you can't deny the fact that when we post on Facebook or any Ox Speedway posts on Facebook, hey, we got Ken Schrader or Kenny Wallace coming to the races, you can't deny the fact that that puts butts in the seats. Definitely, so if we, yeah. can, if we can get more of these NASCAR guys involved in the offseason or something like that to come run these shows and put butts in the seats, then that's bettering our race program. It's bettering the whole situation in general, and we were just preaching – like 30 minutes ago on this same episode that we want racing to be in the community to be better as a whole. So if that's the way to do it, then by all means, let's get, let's do it. But you gotta, gotta pick what side of the fence you're on. You can't like complain about, damn, I'm going off on the rant. You can't complain about like a certain classes or whatever. If you're trying to build racing as a whole, it's it's racing like i can't sit there and complain about mazda miatas running around laguna seca or something like that racing is racing those four bangers are whatever whether we agree with them and don't like watching them they're still paying the bills they're still paying entry fee they're still keeping tracks alive and at the end of the day that's what we want we don't want ghost tracks we don't want southern oregon to close we don't want any of that so if in that four banger guy may have 10 family members that buy seats into the grandstands or something like that or buy pay-per-view or something like that they're giving money back to our sport that we need to be able to keep our tracks alive and keep people there and we're not watching our sport die in front of our eyes if there's these people that are supporting us whether no matter what class they're in yeah well I, damn i i think that i follow i follow up uh, i believe 100 percent with that too as well i hmm. think that's kind of I got no real issues. <laughs> I like I said, I not really well, out on. For the it. aspect, I just wanted to say, Taswell is banked more more baked than this. Taswell's insane. Obviously, no. it's a, obviously don't get you're not carrying as much shade away short, speed, yeah, but yeah. But is, I, I honestly think like you look at that in car footage. I honestly, I honestly think Taswell's one of those things like Bristol or like Calistoga. It's a spectacle, but I don't think the racing there is really that great. Mm. It, like I don't, I didn't it's think. It's kind of like one of those backwoods racetracks, bro. Like when they, when they, when they have that twenty-one thousand there, the Jonathan Downport just went. It's like, it's like a picket fence in the infield and shit like that. Dude. And the <laughs> trucks are parked on the picket fence. If somebody yeah. spun out and plowed through that picket fence, the insurance companies would be going nuts. <laughs> but like, it's, it's, it's dope. I've been there a couple yeah. times. I have pictures in my phone of us. Janelle damn near rolled down the banking in the exit of the track when we first went there. It's nice. pretty funny. It's, it's dope. Like. Because they water, it's so funny because if you wait too long and all the trucks are out of the infield and you go down there to look at the track, they water the track right after all the the last trucks left the infield and you will slide down that motherfucker. And they only only water the top, I'm guessing, right? Yeah, it just runs down. (laughs) So what races do we have coming up next? Uh, Our local or Say it again. Yeah, local races. Oh, well, I mean, local-wise, Antioch Speedway um, is having an open practice. I don't know if you're going to be there or not. April 14th, which is a Wednesday. And then... Whoa, whoa, whoa. When they announced this, that's a good time for me to get my BMS out, and I never knew. Yeah. uh, April 14th. Bye-bye. April 14th. I guess (laughs) I'll repeat that again. Um, (laughs) April 14th. Obviously, it is a weekday. Um, From what I've heard from what Chad talked about, it is going to be from... I believe it's usually five to nine five I think. to dark. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, if you have a race car or something, you want to bring it out, come out, you get some open practice laps. You mean I can bring my RC car? <laughs> and then um, race car April, <laughs> April 17th, we will be having the wing three sixties, the 600 micro sprints, the mini stocks and the hobby stocks will be back in action um, at Antioch Speedway. And then obviously we have our big 
Al Miller Memorial Race, which I think is I'm going to go watch April 17th. April 17th or I want to get the date correct. This April 16th, 17th or no, 15th, 15th 16th, 16th and 17th. 17th. Practice yeah. on the 15th and weekly then, show yeah, on the Friday show and then Saturday Big dance the, on the 17th. Yeah. So um, I am looking forward to that one. That one's going to be good. We're going to have our very own Ryan DeForest will be in action. If you guys want to catch him, the 72R will be in action down in Merced. You, I'll be in wandering around the pits probably. Hey, I'm going to just say this. The 132 is looking for a ride, my dude. If you anybody wants an opportunity to get this man in a vehicle, the 132, hit him up. Brent Kern. Um, if we do end up winning this deal, you can have the money. I don't do it for the money. <laughs> the man, <laughs> the you man, can have that big fat five thousand dollar check. I don't want it. The man's not gonna. <laughs> the man's not gonna lie. He he wants he wants to race. Obviously. Before we wrap, before we wrap, after the Al Miller, we'll go into April twenty fourth. Shout out one more time, Stockton Dirt Track. Super, super late models. Super dirt late models are gonna be there. Oh, that's right. Yeah. My pops will be driving the four P for Poppenhausen Poppen Racing. Yeah. Dave Poppenhausen. Um, possibly he'll be behind the wheel of the 097 Victory Circle Modified. And we might just bring the Sport Mod out there as well, depending on that. And then right after that, we roll right into April 30th. Let's go. The start of Speed Week, everybody. Let's get it rolling. Wearing the shirt. Wearing the shirt yeah. from last year. California Speed Week. <laughs> you guys want to wrap there? I'm ready to get out of here. We yeah. got. What do you got for Mount Rushmore real quick? Mount Rushmore. Um... Oh, I put them on the spot. You we see got that? Nothing. That's usually the best ones is when you get slammed. We don't or even something. have a Rushmore topic. That's what you come up with, bro. I don't give a shit if you tell me what's your favorite fast food restaurant. Okay, go there. Favorite, favorite there you go. fast food restaurants or favorite place to eat after you leave the racetrack. Ooh. Oh, yeah. Taco Bell, baby. Let's get it. <laughs> go ahead. Go ahead. Top start. four. Top four. We'll go with okay, oh, top four? Ja- Jamie. Well, yeah. Rushmore's four people. So start yes. with Brandon. Uh, Krispy Kreme. That's you a, got you that's got a four. tradition. Yeah, you got um, you got four. McDonald's, obviously, we had that last night. Taco Bell. Oh shit! What? Or, or maybe breakfast before a race is Jack in a Box. Ooh. Okay, what do you got, Joe? I got Taco Bell in and out. Um. Damn, what's the other one? Jack in a Box is pretty fire. I'll have to get that one. That's a good late night munchie and deal, then, right yeah. there. And. <laughs> DiGiorno's Pizza. Oh, man. Golly. <laughs> For me, this was fast food. It's not fast food, bro. Like, Yo, I am. Um, no, I'm very serious about my after-race meals because I think that shit's fire. Uh, IHOP Livermore. Shout out IHOP Livermore. I'm there. Are they open that late? <laughs> well, when we were inside, yeah. But I don't. I think they're outdoor uh, okay, dining. Yeah, yeah, so yeah, everything's yeah. kind of fucked. Um, on the way home, <laughs> on the way home last night, we stopped at a good old fashioned Denny's, bro. Uh, yeah, yeah, no, that okay. was gonna be. One I of will mine. not because IHOP Cinestack pancakes are number one in my life. I will not fuck with. Any I like IHOP's um, strawberry cheesecake. Yeah, pancakes. I heard those are that shit's like dessert bro. on a plate. Bro. Oh yeah, oh yeah. Keep it going. Keep um, it going. Second <laughs> half, um, probably go on the way home from the races. Probably go like a. If it's fast food, I'll default to my favorite fast food, Carl's Jr. Always. Um, I'm and not a then, huge Carl's Jr. Fan. Nah, I fuck with Carl's Jr., bro. Their fries have gotten better, though. I'll Chris Cut. That. You got to go Chris Cut. Yeah. <laughs> All right, hit that last one. Hit that last um, one. Probably, I play it safe. I'll go. You know what? No. I'm going to go out of the box. Ooh. 
a fucking Waffle House, dog. Make the petition. Get a goddamn Waffle bro, House. Every <laughs> night in Arizona, bro, we were up at Waffle House. Get <laughs> home, bro. Let me get that shit scrambled, slammed, or yeah. fucking whatever this shit it is. Yeah, dog. Yeah, 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 yeah. Bro, we even had, we even had the little baby. Every, he was listen, munching Listen, how the hell don't we every, have a Waffle House in California, Every bro? night. After we got home from the races in Arizona, there was a Waffle House next to our hotel. Yeah, I'd bro. run over there and get my two waffles. I'd sit there at the little desk in the hotel room and get down on some freaking bro, Waffle yo, House glass waffles, of milk. dude. Glass <laughs> dude. of two glasses of milk. <laughs> like I don't understand. Like I trade, I trade an In and Out for a Waffle House. Oh yeah, right in now. a heartbeat. Yes, yeah, yes. bro. In, yes, In and Out's not that good. It's played out for us over here on the West Coast. Like, give me a Waffle House, you can have an In and Out. Give me a damn Cracker Wait, Barrel. You'll, Bro. Give, you'll give one in, <laughs> you'll give one in and out right i mean yeah there's plenty give one in and out like i'll Just trade, like we gave up a I'll big five Livermore. for a freaking chick-fil-a yeah yeah <laughs> yeah go ahead what's your what's your restaurant oh man all right so um definitely denny's okay. denny's is the spot sometimes um also mel's mel's yeah. in the streets of mel's brentwood hits. sometimes yeah, we hits. hit that place on the way home some pancakes after the race just hit the spot mel's dude. in brentwood is way better than mel's in livermore i hated mel's in i've never even been to that one never, it's just yeah. yeah so um gotta go with the freaking waffle house man i just something about breakfast after the races yep. is there's just something about breakfast after the races yep. dude and but the fourth one i'll change it up a little bit California burrito drive through right over here Dang. off of freaking Auto I Center. I've been there once. I've been there once. And it was yeah, they're there. they're not they're nachos. They're super nachos Ugh. or they're they're carne asada fries. Fire, dude. Nice. I might just go fire, right now, dude. Bro. I'm going to Trace Maria's after this. I'll give one shout out. I remember when we were racing as a kid, Milt's Diner in Bakersfield. I don't know if it's still there, but that shit was pretty fire too. But uh, ooh, there's a 24 hour drive through Mexican place in Merced right by the racetrack. We stopped there after Speed Week. Yeah, man. Their super burrito is yeah. gnarly. Central Valley, I'm gnarly. not going to lie. They have some fire-ass uh, like Mexican food. You know what it is what it is for me? I'm a fucking truck stop guy. Like I oh, like really? the fucking there's out on a, the road. There's a truck stop in um in Tennessee. I can't remember. I want to say it's Cruisers. Yeah. They have those walking tacos like Boone has. Oh, yeah. Where you get the bag of chips with the taco meat in them and stuff. Mm. Oh, dude. On I the just, road, it's so easy to eat because you can just sit there and spoon out of that thing. The other thing, oh I forgot. Wiener schnitzel, bro. Oh yeah. Well, I haven't had wiener schnitzel in. Wiener I just schnitzel, like that, freaking chili cheese fries. I just like that whole out on the road thing. Like your late night driving, racetrack to racetrack. You pull up to this little oasis, <laughs> and there's like these truck stops are fucking unique, dog. There's all kinds of shit in there, bro. Like there's a restaurant, there's a subway in Dude, there. There's there's, the- there's Pepsi's that you've never seen yeah. before. Yeah. Like, like wild yeah. shit, bro. And I just like. Or there's one, there's one on the way to Vegas. If you've ever driven to the Vegas racetrack, there's that truck stop and it's got that big mega store with all the freaking candy. Right. And there's like a random restaurant in there and a pizza place. And it's this big sanctuary and he's got a big old ice cream cone statue outside. Makes you think for a minute, like I'd be down being a trucker. This is my life. (laughs) You know what I mean? Dude, I... I'd be a fat motherfucker. Dude, I'd be <laughs> fucked. I'd be fucked, bro. Dude, Cracker Barrel every night <laughs> yo, on the way home. Yo, That's one thing bad. I wish Taking we had a little bit close. shots every night. Yeah, bro. <laughs> That's one Last thing I wish. Hey, yesterday, me and on the way to the racetrack, me and my dad were laughing because like, we pulled some late nighters to get the car done, and we were laughing like, dog, there's no way him or I could drive trucks because 
I fucking will struggle to stay awake driving, right? I have. Oh, to I'm have, terrible at yeah. falling asleep while I'm driving. So like, dude. it's it's fucked. It's awful. So that probably this be guy, the worst. This guy. Okay, so a <laughs> couple weeks ago, we're racing RC cars, right? We're up at four o'clock in the morning. We're up at four o'clock in the morning to do this. We didn't get home until probably like eleven. So I was still on Tennessee time. So. 10 o'clock for me is like midnight. I'm pushing it. And when I get bu- something about the lights on the road and everything just days me off. So I told Brandon, I was like, hey, this one favor, you slept all the way here. I stayed up with dad while he was driving. You slept all the way here. I need you to stay up and keep this guy awake. Ask him questions. Stay awake. I'm going to pass out for a little bit just in case he needs a co-driver. I can drive. And he's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I got it. And then so I fall asleep. And then I like, for some reason I woke up. I think my dad hit a rumble strip or something. I woke up, I shot up, I'm looking and I'm expecting Brandon to be talking. I look in the back seat and this fuckers. <laughs> last <laughs> night, last night was bad too. We just, got- oh, I made it all the way to Copperopolis last night. Well, last night we go and stop at McDonald's. I don't even finish my large fry. I had my cheeseburgers. I had my mid conversation, mid conversation. This I'm dude out. fell asleep. <laughs> I was talking to him about the race at Hanford last night, and he passed out. <laughs> Jeez. That's worse Damn, than me, bro. <laughs> All right. Let's get out let's of here. Let's get out of here. I need Peace food. Peace out. Thank y'all. I need, I need food. <laughs> this guy. He's gonna Thank y'all. We're back. Bentley's got to keep me awake on the way home. We're back, but it's over. We'll we're back, you. but we're not going anywhere. Stay yeah. tuned for more exciting we'll stuff We'll see you on, next on week the or the page. next couple of weeks. We got some good content coming up. We're going to try to get some podcasts out after the Al Miller deal, and then I'll We're get gonna, this one out as soon as I can. Yeah. I gotta, I gotta wing this ed- editing thing for a little bit and try to figure this deal out. So bear with me a little bit. I'll get this thing out. Adios. We'll try to make some fun shit happen during Speed Week too. So peace out, y'all. All right, later. Later.